oh my word, you all. Do you know what today is? It is our 100th episode of From Hostage to Hero. And I could not be more excited. And let me just say, thank you. Thank you to all of you who continue to listen to the podcast. We have thousands of downloads, thousands of people following the podcast. We have hundreds, almost a thousand people in our free From Hostage to Hero Facebook group. I could not have done this without you. It has been my absolute joy to do the From Hostage to Hero podcast. And uh, even though I have some news to share with you in today's podcast, I'm going to keep going as long as I can. I'm so excited to continue. And many of you have told me, I feel like I know you from the podcast. And guess what? I feel like I know you too. So let's continue to do this together as we move toward 200 episodes. And again, thank you so much for being here and celebrating our 100th episode of From Hostage to Hero. When you're up against a hostile room of people who don't want to be there, you need real strategies that get results. Welcome to From Hostage to Hero, the show that gives you practical advice you can use right now in the courtroom, boardroom, or classroom. Learn how to move your unwilling audience to one that is invested in what you're saying, eager to participate, and engaged in the process. Learn from the attorney whisperer herself, your host, Sari Delamont. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of From Hostage to Hero. Sari Delamont with you here today. And you may notice something or not if you're listening to this, um, is that we do not have a video today. I am just recording audio. And um, that has something to do with um, my announcement today, which you probably already know what it is from the... Um, title of the podcast, and that is that I have been diagnosed with stage three breast cancer. And today's episode, I'm going to talk about why I'm not going to fight it. And you might be surprised by that, but uh, I will explain everything in today's uh, podcast episode. You know, it kind of came out of nowhere. I thought it was somewhat humorous that I received my diagnosis on 12-31-20. It's like 2020 just wanted to get in right under the wire. But I have 16 aunts and uncles, not including spouses. 51st cousins alone, and nary a cancer diagnose among them. I am the only one. My sister, my half-sister, did have um, some precancerous cells um, that was stage zero breast cancer, but that's really the, the only breast cancer in my humongous family. So this came out of nowhere, absolutely shocked the hell out of me. I was totally ready to have the 2021 dream, right? After 2020, I had planned my whole life. I I was going to launch this big VIP program. They were all registered. We we're ready to go. And bleh. And not to mention that the H2H crew, our paid membership, is going strong. And we had big plans for that. And here is cancer arriving on the scene. So I want to talk about today, and there is stuff here for you as well. This is not just about my journey. As you know, I don't ever just talk about myself to talk about myself. It's all in service to y'all who I love and adore. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you 
for those of you who already knew this news, um, for your support and your understanding. I just, I'm overwhelmed by how many of you have reached out privately, publicly on Facebook to support me and uh, how many of you uh, joined the H2H crew at our last open in spite of this, uh, knowing that I will be in there as as planned until I can't. And then I have other people who are ready and willing to step in, but I should be able to work around my um, my treatment schedule. Uh, so far, so good. Everything's going to have to be flexible this year. So again, thank you to all of you. Here's why I am not going to fight it. So if you take a look at cancer and how we talk about cancer, not anything that was ever on my radar. I, again, I don't even know anyone personally that's ever had cancer. I probably do. They just haven't shared it with me. But no one in my family, no close friends, none of that. I had no cancer experience. But if you think about how we talk about cancer, particularly just here in the Western world and just in our lexicon, we use words like, you know, fight, battle, my fight with cancer, my battle, I'm going to beat this. I mean, just notice those words. Now, I am choosing not to fight this. And I don't want to give you the impression that I'm giving up. I fully intend to heal from this disease. But I am purposely not choosing to call it a fight and in today's episode, I want to explain why that is and also caution you to not be in a battle with yourself. If we go back in my story, I have always been battling, really. I mean, it, that's been my story. In fact, when I got this diagnosis and I shared it with the H2H crew and my friends and family, the number one thing that everybody said to me is, you've got this, you're a badass, you're so strong, you'll kick its ass, fuck cancer, the whole thing. That's my persona, as <laughs> you probably know by now, by listening to the podcast and all the other things. And so, yeah, I, I agree with all of that. But when I first got this diagnosis, I just turned to Kevin, my husband, Coach K, who also coaches in the, in the crew, and I said, I don't want to be strong. I'm tired of being strong. You know, I grew up in a chaotic home uh, with domestic violence. I had, you know, a, a divorce. I've been estranged from my family due to said divorce. I've left my religion. That also came in with the estrangement. I've gone bankrupt. I've had three miscarriages. I've had body issues all my life. I am done fighting. I have declared peace with myself. And I really think that started many years ago. But when this cancer diagnosis came up for me, my first thought was, I'm not going to fight this. I'm not going to be at war with myself anymore. I surrender. I surrender. This cancer has something to teach me. It has the ability, I believe, to utterly transform me. Now, I believe I've already been on a journey of transformation, and much of that journey has been shared with you. But this cancer is here for a reason, and I am not going to miss the message, especially by being at war with it 
and myself. Yes, it is a foreign invader inside my body, but my body created this. It's inside me now. If I go to war with it, I go to war with myself. And I am unwilling to do that. I kind of see this as, you know, when they're talking about ghosts, right? You know, there's a ghost in your house and how do you get the ghost to go away? Well, one of the things they say is that you have to acknowledge the ghost, tell it it's dead, and then it'll go away. I kind of view my cancer journey as the same thing. It's here to teach me something. I have to acknowledge that. And once I acknowledge that and I learn what I need to learn, it too will go away. Now, is the journey going to be great? No, it's going to totally fucking suck from what I understand. I have to do six rounds of chemo and then I have to have surgery and I have to cut both my boobs off and then I got to get radiation. And then after that, I still have a year of all these Herceptin, Pergetta stuff and infused treatments and blood draws. And I have surgery in the next couple of days to put the port in and I have breast MRI and all this bullshit that I have to do. None of this, which was on my plan, of course, for 2021. And by the way, I have gone through all of the stages of grief in the in the last two weeks since I got this diagnosis. I mean, I have been angry as fuck. I've been in betrayal that it actually happened. I've been depressed. I have been, what's the one I'm missing? Um, bargained. I've bargained. And now I really believe I am coming into acceptance because it's here. And it's here for a reason. I'm not one of those people that believe everything happens for a reason. But I really do believe that when we look at our lives that way, there's a lot to learn. You know, when I think about cancer and what it actually is, it is a cell or group of cells that are doubling too quickly, right? They are, they are, they are making more of themselves faster than what they should be doing. And it becomes a growth and that can, you know, overtake the system. And metaphorically, that's very similar in my life in that I've always done things quickly. I've always had very little patience. I've always been going, 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 going. This cancer, I believe, has shown up to slow me down, to tell me to pause. In fact, I was working with my coach and I want you to be thinking about how this might apply to you. And she said, now, sorry, is the time to receive. Now, my friends, I am not good at receiving I'm good at giving, I'm good at doing, I'm good at getting shit done, right? That's my jam. Asking for help, receiving help, that is not something that I enjoy doing. And yet, boy, have I had to learn. I've had to receive from my VIP clients who said, focus on your health. We'll start this program when it makes sense. I mean, these guys have paid a shit ton of money to work with me and want to work with me now and I've received their generous gift of allowing myself some time to get through my most grueling part of treatment before we start. I've received from fellow consultants and really big time trial attorneys who have agreed to come in and work in the membership if I need them to as I traverse this treatment schedule. Boy, has that been difficult. I've received financial help from people who said, listen, we don't want you to worry about your finances right now. Please accept this gift so you have some peace of mind in case you can't work in the future. That has been the most immediate gift and thing that I've had to learn is that maybe it's time for me to slow down and start receiving. And what about you? You know, when we think about the things that are going wrong in our life, we also use some of the same language, don't we? Right? 
You know, if you're having marital problems, you got to go in there and you got to fight for your marriage. I mean, in trial, we use that language. And that's where it makes sense in my mind, right? You've heard me say many times, it's not about the win. It's about the fight. But notice that in trial, you're not fighting yourself. You are fighting for something. And sure, I could say that in my cancer journey, I'm fighting for health, but I prefer not to use that language because you know what? Language matters. It shapes our experience. And I believe we actually have a podcast on that. Um, Language shapes your experience, if you want to listen to that one. So I'm choosing not to use that language. And I'm going to ask you to also not use that language. And and more importantly, instead, just about language, that you not go to war with yourself. So when you lose a trial that you don't, fight yourself, that you don't battle yourself. When you are having relationship problems, that you don't tell yourself that you're a loser and what's the problem? Why can't you get this right? Or or anything that's going on in your life. Because here's my question for you, is when those things happen, what wants your attention? Cancer is a great fucking way to get somebody's attention. <laughs> Let me just tell you right now. But I hope that it doesn't have to come down to you having some life-altering diagnosis for you to start paying attention to what wants to happen and emerge in your life. When you lose a trial, when you have trouble in a relationship, when you have a financial issue, those are all opportunities that life is gifting you to pay attention But we miss the message when we go into battle mode, when we go into fix-it mode. Listen, I am very limited in what I can do to, to, to get rid of this cancer, right? I have to leave a lot of that into the hands of my doctors. I have changed my diet. I have stopped all the alcohol, not that I drank much at all. I've, you know, stopped dairy. I've all the things that they're suggesting to you. I've done that right? I'm doing that. That's what I'm, that's my contribution. But so much of the rest of this is out of my hands. I have to roll with that. There's no point for me to go in and battle this because I'm not really the one that's going to be battling it. My job is to allow the chemo to work. My job is to gracefully surrender to the treatment that has been prescribed for me. My job is not to battle. And that's exactly what Kevin said when I said, I'm, I don't want to be strong anymore. I, I, I just don't. He said, and he took my hands in his, in his, uh, or my face in his hands. And he said, you don't need to be strong. We get to be strong. Your family, your friends, your community, your H2H community, you just need to get well. And I'm telling you right now, I could not get well if I was in battle mode. Now, I'm not judging anyone who battles cancer, who fights cancer, who chooses to, to, to ha- hold that mantle of warrior. I just know that in my life and in my world, I have flown the white flag. I give up being at war with myself in any way, shape, or form, even with cancer. I'm choosing to look at this cancer as a messenger, that something in my life needs attention. And right now that means my health, which by the way, I have ignored 
for many, many years so that I could keep doing and pushing. And finally, cancer put up a brick wall and said, you've got to stop and you've got to slow down. What in your life wants your attention? Don't miss the message. Don't go to battle and fix it mode so quickly that you don't actually see what your life is trying to get you to pay attention to. I know I'm going to be paying a lot more attention. So I have breast cancer and I'm not going to fight it. I'm going to heal. I am going to receive and I'm going to be at peace with my body and with my life. And I hope that you also will choose that for yourself. Stop fighting you. There's enough in trial lawyer land to fight with. Don't be, don't be one of the things you're fighting with. Put that down. Put that aside. And start treating yourself with love and compassion. And when things show up in your life, look for the message. I always believe there's something to learn. And you know, I will be sharing my learning with you. Now, as far as the podcast goes, we're probably going to stop with the video for a while. Not because I'm afraid of showing you my bald head and my steroid bloated face. (laughs) Because I'll have to be doing that in the membership. But it just makes things a little easier. And easier is the name of the game around here. So we'll stick with audio for now until I feel up to doing the video. And we may skip an episode here and there. We'll see. Hopefully, y'all will support me through this journey. I know you will. One way you can support me, you know, I always ring this bell, is please give us a review. I would love to hear what you think about the podcast wherever you listen. And if you have the book, go ahead and uh, give us a review over at trialguides.com. All right. I love y'all. You don't worry about me, but I can't use your worry, but I can use your positive thoughts, your messages, all of that as I am on my journey to health. That is what I am calling this. I am on Caring Bridge. If you want to um, follow my, my medical journey there, you're welcome to do that. You just need to register. And otherwise, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's heal. I look forward to healing this year. Thank you, my friends. Talk soon. Thanks for joining me today. If you benefited from what we talked about or just want to let me know you enjoy the podcast, Go ahead and leave me a review on whichever platform you use to listen to From Hostage to Hero. Add a comment and I just might give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. In the meantime, head over to FromHostageToHero.com to order your copy of my book, From Hostage to Hero, Captivate the Jury by Setting Them Free. And to get on my mailing list, I send out trial tips and encouragement right to your inbox every single week. And while you're there, make sure you join the waitlist to become an H2H crew member when we reopen. We only open a few times each year and you do not want to miss out. I look forward to our time together in next week's episode. Talk then.